0: Ah, good morning, and welcome again to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and uh, we are thrilled that you decided to join us today as we continue in an introductory kind of uh, segment to the book of Revelation, which we will be uh, uh, going through uh, as. Thoroughly as we possibly can, and uh, I, I know the teacher very, very well, and I, I know that it's all going to be biblical, uh, with with very little opinion, if any. Uh, I, I'm in that right, Pastor. <laughs> uh, that's, an amen to that. Okay, yeah. uh, that's what I thought, and uh, but it's going to be. Uh, we we pray that you'll stay with us for each and every lesson in the book of Revelation, because. Uh, uh, I know every time I go through it uh, I learn something new and uh, we pray and uh, we hope and pray that you will also I'm sure that you will. Uh, with that being said, I think today we're going to have a, a bit of an intro to the to the history of the book of Revelation to include the human writer of it and uh, and then we're going to probably go th- try to get through as much of chapter one right, as we can, right Pastor? off. That, that sounds uh, like a plan. Yeah, that sounds okay. like a plan to me. So with that being said, uh, the ball is in your court, sir. Go for it. All
1: right. Uh, if you're listening, uh, please turn in your Bibles to the book of Revelation. It'll be easy to find. It's the last book in the New Testament. Um, and it's uh, it's one of my favorite books. I've done it uh, I've been in it almost every day of my life, um, of my spiritual life. Uh, I have taught verse by verse through the book, book of Revelation at least on two occasions. Uh, once in my sunroom at home, and uh, we had a pretty good gathering of people, anywhere from 15 to 20 people in this small sunroom. And they stayed for, uh, it took me almost a whole year, and I taught it with charts. I don't have any charts for you, uh, but I can tell you where you can see some of them as we go along. And uh, so, uh, without further ado, um, let's let's begin uh, the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 1. It reads like this, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now
0: see, I gotta stop already. <laughs> I've heard so many people say they
1: love the Book of Revelations, and they use plural. Right, but it's singular. It's singular. V, that's one revelation.
0: Uh huh. That's not plural of Jesus Christ to John. That's. Yeah. And I think that's the five-word title for this whole uh, book, which uh, the Apostle John penned. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's continue reading. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the thing which must shortly come to pass. Now, that's the purpose of this whole book. That's right. Uh, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Mm. Now, beloved, shortly to you and I, to you and me, rather, uh, probably isn't the same as it means to God, and we need to understand what he means by shortly, because he says this several times in the book of the Revelation, things which must shortly come to pass. Mm -hmm. And what it means by that is suddenly and swiftly.
0: Right.
1: And the verse goes on, it says, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Now, angels are, mes- another word for angel is messenger. When we see the ministry of angels in the no- Old Testament uh, and in the New Testament, their, their ministry on earth is to be messengers.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: Gabriel was a messenger to Daniel mm-hmm. to give him the prophecy of the 70 weeks, which we'll talk about later on. Michael was a messenger to to, to Satan yeah. when they, he when he was disputing about the body of Moses. Yeah. He said, "The Lord rebuked thee." Michael was a messenger, and so think of angels that way as we go through uh, this um, uh, this book of the Revelation. Uh, to pick up the said he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant john will pick up the reading of verse two who bear record of the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ and all uh, the things that he saw and so the human penman by the way the author of the revelation as in all of the word of god the author is god that's right. uh so uh call john the author i call him the penman yeah yeah so he's the penman of it so let's let's take a a look at at this penman before we get a look at the things of the lord jesus christ we ought to get um kind of acquainted with with the penman, and and it's John, and and there's several things about John I want you to know about, and there are more, but just to show you about his his um, person and his character, uh, in in John thirteen twenty three, and also in John twenty one twenty, he is called the one whom Jesus loved. That's right.
2: Yes. Special place in his heart. Mm-hmm. Now
1: Jesus loved the whole world. But there, in a special way, uh, he, uh, uh, John was the one whom Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, John was the one who leaned on Jesus' breast at the Last Supper. In John chapter twenty-one, twenty. it was John. Mm-hmm. He's one of the three uh, that appeared with the Lord Jesus Christ on the Mount of Transfiguration. In John 17, verse 1. And and one thing that I think that I, that that I really love I get I get goosebumps every time I read it when Jesus was hanging on the cross he had said woman behold thy son son behold thy mother yes, sir. and and it was the apostle John
2: whom Jesus entrusted the care of his mother yeah yeah John
1: 19 verses 26 and 27 <laughs> but there's something else about john that people don't really think about you know he was the lover uh, uh he was the uh, he was the caregiver um and so forth but in mark chapter 3 verse 17 he was called along with his brother james they were called the sons of thunder
0: that's right wow yeah he must have been a
1: tough guy also, huh? Or even maybe it was the way he preached. Okay. I don't know. Could be. But he called the sons of thunder. Uh, I, and John was one of the two, along with Peter, that was sent to prepare the Passover meal, the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Those are just some things about the penman of this last and uh, probably the most revealing uh, book, in in the bible and so um and so then he bare record of the testimony of jesus christ and all things that he saw now some other things you know uh curtis you and i uh have pretty much the same mind with regard to studying certain things i am a person who studies who does word studies Uh In, in other words if there's a word that appears in a particular book of the Bible over and over and over again, and it's prominent, mm-hmm.
0: then I say, God wants me to study it. Right. I agree. So, I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. So, um,
1: and so let me just start with the word blessed in verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy now the word blessed appears seven times in the book of the revelation yeah.
2: uh and yeah it was and there are seven of these blessings
1: some uh some people would refer refer to it as a as a beatitude you know mm-hmm. uh and and by the way did you know that there are seven of these things that appear yeah. in the book of Revelation.
0: Well, there's a, that, that's the, the prevailing theme in Revelation, if you look at it closely, is the number seven figures the most prominently. Hey, uh, okay. W- would you let me get to that? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. We think so much alike. It yep. scares me. Yes, okay. we do. <laughs> yeah. So there are seven blessed or blessings uh, in in the book of the Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, there's the blessed challenge in chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth and that hear the words of the prophecy and keep those things which are written for the time is at hand. That's the, that's the blessing and, uh, of the challenge. Yeah. and then in 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 revelation fourteen thirteen and we don't won't we'll go to all these verses, but I want you to get them in in your notes so that you can uh, turn to them and and understand them when you when we get there second one is the blessed comfort in revelation fourteen thirteen
2: mm-hmm.
1: in revelation sixteen fifteen we see the blessed cautiousness in chapter nineteen verse nine we see the blessed calling. Mm-hmm in chapter 20 verse 6 the blessed conquest oh
0: boy oh, yeah yeah don't
1: you just love the words
0: overcomer <laughs> yes Victor, indeed
1: conqueror don't you just love
0: that yeah they are and especially uh, especially appropriate and needed in, in today's society yeah
1: that's right I, one preacher said hey i read the back of the book and we win that's right. so so let's get to the back of the book maybe in 6 or 8 months but anyway then there's the blessed cherishing <laughs> Oh, that's all about love. Revelation twenty-two seven, and then uh, in in uh, chapter twenty-two verse verse fourteen, the blessed conformity. Now we'll we'll talk about these things more in depth when we get to them. But you brought up something here that uh, uh, that I just love, and uh, 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 about the word seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and. In, the, in John's Gospel, in John's Gospel, we see the words, I am. Mm-hmm. Now we get down to verse 8 of chapter 1, and I know I'm getting ahead of time, but I want you to see this ahead of time. Um, Jesus said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. hmm Which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Right. Now, this isn't something new for John to write down. Because John recorded the seven I.M.s of Jesus in his gospel.
0: Sure did. Sure did.
1: I want you to know something. There are seven I.M.s in the gospel. There are seven I.M.s in this book of the Revelation. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And the f- seven I in John's gospel refer to Jesus' earthly ministry. Mm-hmm. And the seven I in the book of Revelation refers to his eternal ministry. That's right. So let's look at these things um, uh, from the earthly ministry standpoint. In, in John and Jesus himself said all of these things. He said, I am... In, in John six thirty five 35, he said, I am the bread of life. Uh-huh. Now, now what's the bread for? It's for sustenance. It's for sustaining life. I am the sustainer yeah. of life. I am the bread mm-hmm. of life. Isn't that interesting?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then in John, in chapter 8, verse 12, he says, I am the light of the world. He says it also in John chapter 9, verse 5. Now, what about life? Well, it's for a knowledgeable life. Bread is for sustaining life. And the light of the world is to give knowledge in life. Isn't it interesting to you, Curtis, in Genesis chapter 1? God, uh, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And then he began his God said. He began his creationary process. That's right. And and the very first thing that happened was God said, let there be light.
2: 2
1: mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, that that's what the light was for, to give knowledge. So before God created anything else, he created knowledge. He sure did. Today, please understand something. It's not because God hasn't done His job, because from the very beginning there was light.
0: Yes, Amen.
1: That's right. From the very beginning, Romans chapter one uh, said that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness of men who uh, who, who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God. Manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. God, the first thing He did
2: was say, "Let there be light," mm-hmm. and then this light became
1: flesh, and He was the light of the world. That's right. In John chapter eight fifty-eight. Now, no, no, I, I want to go f- uh, before that. Um, John chapter 10 verses 7 and, and verse 9 Jesus said I am the door that's right that may, it means he's the gateway to eternal life
0: yeah, that's correct as bread he sustains life as the light of the world
1: he gives knowledge to your life and as the door, he's the gateway to eternal life. In Revelation 3.20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man enter in, I shall come into him sup with him, and he with me. Mm-hmm. And so that door must be open, and it must be open from inside, and you're inside.
0: That's right. And yep.
1: Jesus is outside, and he is the door that you have to open. That's right. Open the door of your heart, please, at this at this time to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Oh, and then in John chapter ten, same chapter, verses eleven and verse fourteen, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's the leader and the director of our lives. Yes. He led the the shepherd leads the sheep jesus christ is a good shepherd where is sheep, he leads us how good a follower are you you're familiar with psalm chapter 23 no doubt uh, the lord is my shepherd i shall not want or it means in our modern day english i will have no need no other need That's right. the lord is my shepherd and so Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Then he said in John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. He's a sustainer of life. He's the knowledge for our lives. He is the gateway to life. He is the leader and director of our life. And he's the resurrection and the life. He's the giver of new life. Life. Amen. The word resurrection implies that there was a death. And the only way, folks, that you can be dead to sin is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And now he becomes to you the resurrection and, that's and right. the life. And that's right. He gives you new life. In John 14, 6, this is probably more familiar than any other passage with regard to the I ams. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Now, red's the sustaining life, the light's the knowledge for life, the door is the gateway to life, the shepherd is the director or leader of lives. Uh, the resurrection is about giving us new life. And when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man, no man comes unto the Father but by me. No man comes unto the Father but by me. That's exclusive life. By the way, when Jesus died for our sins, he included everybody. Yes, he did. You, me. Uncle George, uh, the guy that owns the the, uh, the saloon down in the corner, yeah. yeah. He died for everybody. Sure he died for anybody. But only those who believe the
0: truth. That's right. They're the only ones that get this exclusive life. That's right. Then in John,
1: in, in John 15, verses 1, and he also says it in verse 5, he says, I am the true vine. Yep. So Jesus is the sustainer of life, the knowledge in life, uh, the gateway to eternal life, the director of our life. He is the one who gives us new life, and that new life is exclusive life, and, that, and, and he gives you the life for bearing fruit. You see, Jesus says, I'm the vine. You, I mean, we all know how the vine works, don't we? It's something, uh, if you've ever looked at these vineyards in California, seen films of it, miles and miles and miles of vines. And they build these racks to hold up these vines. And what happened was somebody planted a seed. Mm-hmm.
0: The seed is the word. That's right.
1: And then the vine grows out of that seed. The vine is the Lord Jesus Christ. And out of that vine come the branches. If you'll read that passage in John 15 carefully, and uh, we, as believers, are the branches, and and the branches are the place where the fruit hangs. That's right. Now you get pruned if you don't bring
0: forth fruit. That doesn't mean you lose your salvation. That's correct. That means you. That means you get. Uh, Sharpened up, and and you
1: need to get to, you need to get the sins out of your life, and then you can be a fruit bearer. And what is that fruit? New believers in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
0: It's our job, Curtis. It is our job to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The objective of this podcast. of this
1: podcast and it's the purpose of the book of the Revelation
2: Mm -hmm.
1: okay now uh, so there are seven of those I am's you know there are seven I am's in the book of Revelation and they all refer now those seven uh, uh, those seven I am's in John referred to his earthly ministry the seven I am's in the revelation refer to his eternal mystery he says in in John 1, and Revelation 1, 8, uh, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the first and the last. I'm the beginning. I'm the ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Says the same thing in in chapter 1, verse 11. He says, I am Alpha and Omega, first and the last. He says in John 1, one seventeen. he says it, I am the first and the last.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And in, and in and in verse eighteen, I am He that liveth and was dead, and I am alive forevermore, and have the keys to the hell, uh, to uh, of, of hell and death. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's uh, there's the other. And in in John and Revelation twenty one six, and in Revelation twenty two thirteen, both talk about Jesus being the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. In John chapter 1 in the Gospel, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mm -hmm. Jesus always was, (laughs) always is, always will be.
0: Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yep. Amen.
1: Yeah, hallelujah. Are are you thankful for that? I certainly am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. go to the, uh,
1: let's go to the word seven. We, we, don't you just love the study of Bible numerology, Curtis? Uh,
0: I, you know, I'm, I, uh, I appreciate it more and more and more uh, over the years of, of study. Yes. Okay. Let's give just a couple of examples of what numbers in the
1: Bible really are referring to or, or standing for, um, or the title of, um, the number five always is the number referring to
0: grace. Grace, yep. The number six is the number always referring to man. Man. Mm -hmm.
1: That's why the Antichrist, the mark of the beast will be six, six, six. Mm Mm-hmm. evil trinity which we will get to later on in the book of the revelation Mm -hmm. when we get to the the beast who's revealed so so here are the sevens uh, by the way in in the book of in the book of the revelation now there are more sevens than just seven of them there are ten of them that i can find and we'll see several of them right in the uh, right in the first chapter of the revelation um let's go to revelation chapter 1 verse 4 verse 4 it says john to the seven churches which are in asia grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits oh seven spirits which are before his throne we'll talk more about that and subsequent lessons. And then it says, And from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, and of the first begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Wow. Wow.
0: Powerful. Wow.
1: He washed me from my sins. Hallelujah. Thanks. And then he says, And had made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Now, we're going to see the, uh, uh, the description of the Lord Jesus Christ, what he looked like when John saw him. He said, I, and he says this in verse 9 of chapter 1, I, John, also, will am your brother and companion in tribulation. And by the way, he was in tribulation when he wrote this. Listen to this. I, I'm your brother and compa- companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. I was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, the island of Patmos is 25 miles off the coast of Asia Minor in the Aegean Sea. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's an island which was famous years ago for its mines, and the Roman government sent prisoners to work in the mines, and John was a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and he'll say that. And and uh, so he was on the Isle Patmos, and that's where he received this wonderful revelation because uh, God sent him there so he could receive the Word of God and, and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And so continuing with the sevens, so and we'll get to them. He says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What thou seest... Now, understand, John, I see some things here. What thou seest, write in a book and send it into the seven churches, which are in Asia. So there's another seven, seven churches. And he said, uh, he called them Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. And when we get to chapter two, we're going to talk about the prophecy concerning these seven churches bear in mind, they were real churches at that time. They were all in Asian minor at that time. Uh, and they were all, they were all receiving in chapters two and three, a, either a condemnation or a com- commendation from the Lord Jesus Christ for their actions or lack thereof. And then they have a larger meaning prophetically for the church age and they will be seven ages of the church in Revelation chapter 2 and 3 and we'll talk about them in a subsequent message so anyway uh, in verse 12 of chapter one he said I turned to see the voice of him that spake with me and being turned I saw seven
0: you got that Another, mm-hmm. another another seven
1: golden, seven golden candlesticks now he's gonna, he's gonna reveal the meaning of these things, but I want you to see seven, seven, seven. In Bible numerology, five is grace, six is man. Seven is the order of completeness or completion. Okay, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like the son of man clothed with a garment down his foot and gird about with the paps of the golden girdle, and his head and his hairs were white like wool and white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. We're talking about we're talking about his head, his hair, mm-hmm. his eyes. And then in verse 15, and his feet like unto the fine brass as if they burned in a furnace. Now we're talking about his, his feet. And then they, we're talking about his voice. And the next sentence, as if they burned in a furnace. And his voice as the sound of many waters. If any of you have been to the seaside, and uh, on any particular day when the sea's a little rough, have you tried talking with one another very, uh, very softly? <laughs> no way. The sea, the waves, and the sea makes a loud roar. Mm-hmm. That's right. His sound, his voice is as the sound of many waters. It's loud. It's clear, it's evident, and we need to, to hear it, heed it, and and keep it in our hearts. Verse 16 says, and he had in his right hand seven stars. We'll talk about those seven stars. So, so far we've had seven candlesticks, um, seven churches, um, seven stars, seven blessings, seven promises, seven uh, promises. Seven and, and, and so here we have seven stars we, we, that we see. And then he says, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And folks, the two-edged sword is always uh, uh, a type of, a picture of the word of God. The book of Hebrews says his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And his countenance, that was his face, was as the which it contains also the expression. And his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength, which, by the way, you can't look directly into unless you have uh, the best pair of sunglasses in the world. And then John said, and when I saw him, it fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Amen. I have the keys to hell and death. And then he says to John something interesting. He says, write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. And those are the things that we're going to deal with uh, in this study of the Revelation. And he begins... uh, uh, Actually, chapter 2 and 3, with these things, uh, he, he ends chapter 1 with verse 20. It says, The mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden tannis- candlesticks, and the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. And so there these were seven churches in Asia Minor, And the seven stars were the messengers of the churches. Mm -hmm. Now let let me be frank with you. Uh, uh, I'm I'm as sure as I'm an inch high that these talking about the pastors of the churches. And I'm if I'm talking to a pastor today, your responsibility is so great. Now I pastored two churches. I pastored for a total of about 16 and a half years. I started late in life and I went through lots of tribulation. I was accused falsely, viciously on several occasions about things I wouldn't even want to talk about. But if I didn't have this wonderful book, if I didn't have this wonderful book, I don't know what I'd have done. And you're, you pastors, what a what a great responsibility you have. Uh, I would take you to Jeremiah 23 if we had time, but I want you to read that if you're a pastor, if you're a preacher, and see just what happened to the tribe of Judah when the prophets and the priests were profane. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. it makes you vomit but these things are written not just to the churches but to the messengers of those churches. How much time we
0: got left, Kurt? It looks like we've got uh, let's see 20, about 22 minutes left.
1: Okay. 22 minutes left. Okay. Now, let's do a review then of what's happened before this book of the Revelation. Okay? All right. Okay. Um, the rapture of the church occurs. You know what the rapture of the church is? If you didn't hear our lesson, it is the next event in history. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, it's the next uh, revealed event that has not yet been fulfilled. Um, and that's going to happen in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trump, and here's what's going to happen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Everybody who was a Christian from the day of Pentecost, the one right after Christ's resurrection and ascension,
2: mm-hmm.
1: every, every soul that was saved from that point unto the rapture, Every, if they're dead in Christ, if they've died, and of course millions of them have, and have been buried, uh, or even if they've been, um, even if they've been burned, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not sure where that fits in, but, but God knows where all the ashes are, uh, so don't worry about it.
2: That's right.
1: But the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord physically and spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I were to yeah. die today before the rapture. I would be absent from the body and present with the Lord, but I wouldn't be there physically yet. I would be there spiritually. My soul and spirit would go to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I would get my new body at the rapture of the church. Yes. We'll see that in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 and following. The dead and we shall all be changed, he says. hmm everybody who's alive will, will all be changed the dead in christ will get new bodies and we shall and that's why jesus said i'm the revelation i am the resurrection and the life and so at the rapture the dead in christ will come out of the graves instantly in a moment a twinkling of an eye and jesus will come in the air by the way not to earth he'll come in the air the trumpet will sound and the loud voice will say come up hither and we will and when we're gone that's the end are you ready i'm telling you that's the end of the church age we are currently in the church age and i think we're in the the final episode of it but uh, and when when we go to revelation 2 and 3 we'll see why Uh, but that's what happens next the uh, the rapture of the believers. Then what happens is the Jews get, uh, look at that as a sign. Remember uh, I think we, last week we talked about it. The Jews require a sign. That's, we're, not, we're not blasted the Jews. It's just the way they were put together. It's just the way uh, God intended them. They, they are still God's elect nation. And when the church is gone, God then uh, directs his full attention to his elect nation that's right and we talked about this many times in in the old testament and new testament uh we see seven times oh my goodness there's our number where uh the jews are called god's elect Mm -hmm. the book of isaiah and and the book of matthew uh, and they're god's elect nation don't mess with the jews i saw recently where the governor of new york or the mayor of new york city was going to find the jewish synagogue 15 grand for having a big wedding (laughs) yeah and and, and i and i slapped myself on the forehead and say oh mayor don't mess with the
0: jews (laughs) yeah
1: please that's god's elect nation no they're not saved but they can be yep All they have to do is is uh, repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repentance is of the Jews, by the way.
0: Uh, It sure is.
1: With the Gentiles, it's believe. Mm -hmm. The Gentiles have to who who have believed God, but not about His Son. And so and so then the jews are brought back into the land according to ezekiel for verses chapters 35 through 39 and there's several things that are happening we talked about it last week in our in our um, uh, how, how shall I say our kickoff lessons about about prophecy so the 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 rapture of the church the jews come back into the land and when they're all back in the land, they are, they are attacked by Russia and, and Russia's allies. And God sees to it that Jew, the Jews get the victory and leaves only one-sixth of that army of the Russians left. Mm-hmm. Only one-sixth. All right. So that's where we are right now in the book of the Revelation the rapture has yet to occur and we are now in the church age
2: Mm -hmm.
1: now let's talk about the church age Um, first of all I'll talk about uh, the the commendations and the condemnations I think I will get through that and then we'll go back and look at the prophetic nature of these churches Mm -hmm. chapter 2 verse 1 he says unto the angel now what did I say the angel was a messenger Unto the a- angel of the church of Ephesus write these things hath he which holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou hast con- thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars. By the way, that's part of what the church ought to be doing today.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And then he says, and you have, he has borne, you just put up with things, has patience, and for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. And then he says this, here's a condemnation. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou has left. works or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent I know of a gigantic church I will tell you where it was you and I were there
0: yeah it wasn't
1: in Illinois okay I mean, you better not. it was in Pontiac
0: Michigan mm-hmm. 3,000 people every week
1: a great preacher who preached the word of God and was a wonderful soul winner, and we loved it there. We did. Doesn't exist anymore. Mm-mm. Left their first love. they just quit work. They quit working bus routes. They quit. They quit building a Sunday school. Yeah. They quit preaching the word. Yeah. They, they went largely to an entertainment <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. sort of a, a concept they are fallen they said repent therefore and do the first works and what were those first works patience you hate them, they can't stand them which you evil, you've tried them, uh, let's say they're apostles, you've ferreted out the the uh, phonies and the liars, and you've, and you've had patience, and for my sake, you haven't labored, you have labored, and you had not fainted, and, and that was good stuff, and he said, but, so, but something happened, mm-hmm. you left your first love, yeah. he says, repent. Or else I will come to thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of this place except thou repent. And that church I was just talking about no longer exists in name or in number. Nope. Gone. And then it says in chapter, and verse 7, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And by the way, he says this frequently, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And I'm saying this uh, to you, and, and so we're doing what we're supposed to. And then he says, To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Mm oh boy (laughs) what a wonderful promise you see the game ain't over until it's over
2: that's
1: right i don't care how far behind you are if you still got time you can win you can overcome that's right and and he's saying that yep And, and that's that's terrible he says, "This thou hate, uh, the, uh, this this thou hast that I hate, the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate." And uh, time doesn't permit right now. Uh, maybe later on, I'll go into the, the Nicolaitans when I get to the prophetic nature uh, of these churches. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So he. So uh, if you hear and heed, uh, you'll be an overcomer and. You'll be given to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God, which, by the way, is in heaven now. (laughs)
0: Excuse me. Yes, that's right.
1: How's the time going, sir?
0: Uh, You've got a little less than 14 minutes. Let's go to the second church. And under
1: the church of the church at Smyrna, write, These things saith the first and the dead, which was dead and alive, and talking about Jesus again, Mm -hmm. I know thy works... You know, how can how can we hide behind idols? How can we hide behind entertainment? Mm-hmm. How can we hide about false translations of the Word of God? How can we hide behind um, the, the robes uh, of the laity or the of uh, the of uh, the, uh, uh, the the bishopry or, poet or popery or anything like that? I know Thy works, the tribulation poverty, and then he says this, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them that say they are Jews and are not, Mm -hmm. but they are the synagogue of Satan, and then he says to Smyrna, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer, Mm -hmm. now understand this, there's no condemnation to this church,
0: that's right, why? He
1: says, I know your works, your tribulation, your poverty, but you're rich. Mm-hmm. I know the blasphemy of the same, them that say they're Jews and are not, but are on the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison mm-hmm. that ye may be tried. Mm-hmm. And Curtis, I'm going to tell you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: for what we're doing today in this country, you and I,
0: Yeah, it's a good possibility in the near future. You never know.
1: And he says, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Now, are those literal days? Well, I don't think so. Ten days of tribulation wouldn't be much, would it? No. Yeah, it'll be ten periods of time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And we'll go into that later on. Uh, but he says, you'll have tribulation. Then he says, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Yes. And that, folks, you will get at the judgment seat of Christ immediately following the rapture. If you've done good works, you'll get a crown. If you don't didn't do good works, those works that you did do will be burned. But he says this to this church at Smyrna. Because they go through some hellish things, he said, "I will give thee a crown of life. Just be faithful now unto death." Mm-hmm. And then he repeats in in verse eleven, "He that hath an ear, let him hear what the church saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. He'll never go to hell." That's right. Church of Smyrna. Uh, let's start the church. Uh, at Pergamos, and then I think we'll end our our uh, segment with that, and begin it uh, that uh, at the next time. Now, now we're doing this not to trick you into to, to having to tune in again and again. We're doing this because there's 22 chapters in this book. Yeah. And, and, and
0: huh? an hour at a time. How, wow. many, how many verses have you gotten
1: through? Well, uh, 20 in the first <laughs> chapter and 11 in yeah. in the second chapter. So, so let's begin and we'll read this and quickly and it says to the angel of the church in pergamus write these things which he had that hath the sharp two-edged sword with two, the sharp edge the sharp sword with two edges mm-hmm. I know thy works and where thou dwellest mm-hmm. Jesus always knows where you're living you can't hide behind anything right. I know thy works and where thou dwellest even where Satan's seat is mm-hmm. and thou holdest f- fast my name and hast not denied my faith even in those days where Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. He says, this is a commendation. You've done some good things. And he says, but I have a few things against
2: thee. Mm-hmm.
1: Because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, mm-hmm. to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit fornication. And he did it for money. And he says, So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. That's the second time you've seen that, and I'll Mm -hmm. talk about it else. Then he says, Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Uh, And he said, He that hath an ear, uh, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, will give him a white throne, and then... a stone, uh, or a white stone, and in the stone a new name which no man knoweth, saveth he that receiveth it. I had a pastor named Bobby Lounsbury, and he said, I, you know what I want written on my stone? <laughs> and he said, so river
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bless his heart. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the first three churches that existed in that time and, and have existed in history. And we'll get through of their their uh, physical nature in time nature. Okay. All right. <laughs> Curtis, any t- questions or anything that you want to interject before we have to say bye?
0: No, no. You you are covering it all quite quite well. Okay. Let's. Uh, it, it don't don't be. Uh, uh,
1: don't be too loose with your, <laughs> with your laudations, okay? Um,
2: <laughs> but, but let's, it,
1: and by the way, it's not wrong to enjoy the listening to the Word of God. It's not wrong to enjoy the teaching of it. No. Because we do.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Because we love it. Yes, we do. And I want to thank you for this privilege you've given to me, Curtis. I mean, I would not have done this if you hadn't started this podcast.
0: Well, uh, I, like I said, uh, when when I, I told you before, when the the idea first hit me, uh, I didn't think of anybody else but you.
1: Keep another couple of guys in mind, and I'll tell you about uh, off off the air, because um, I don't want to get them any in any mind, but. You know the two guys I'm talking about. Well, you I, could
0: I, I think I do. Yes. Okay. So we've got uh, we've got eight minutes, Pastor. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Uh. It's, so uh, we have uh, time
1: also to say this to those. Um, well, we're into the thousands now, correct? Right. That have listened. Yes. To those who have thousands who have turned in, thank you. For for giving us the privilege, um, we just love it when we hear that that people have tuned in this. Amen. And maybe some people here once and didn't like it and didn't turn uh, turn it back in, but you tune it back in. But you that have, God bless you, and thank you so much. Stay with us. Sometimes it sounds like we're not going anywhere, but we'll tie. We'll get this uh, <laughs> shoelace tied, won't we?
0: Yeah, oh indeed we
1: will. All right. So now, can I have I got enough time to give you one more kind of like a commercial? Yeah. Not that we'll make money. Uh, throughout this podcast, I'll be wor- working with some charts that I can't show you. I can tell you where you can get them. Oh, yeah. And you can get them over the internet. And there are two sites that I know of where you can get great charts. One of them is called Middletown Bible Church, that's all one word, MiddletownBibleChurch.org.
0: They're based out of Middletown, Connecticut, correct?
1: Middletown, Connecticut, a man named George Zeller uh, was uh, the, uh, the webmaster, and I, he I think maybe still is. That's the one. The next one is, is uh, entitled uh, NotByWorks.org, and a good friend... Dr. J.B. Hickson Mm -hmm. uh, is the webmaster there. And you'll find uh, some charts there uh, that are prophetic in nature. Mm -hmm. And and, um, so uh, just so you can follow along, um, uh, I've got those charts, and uh, you can look at them. For instance, on the seven churches, that that
0: chart is big on the uh, Middletown Bible Church website. Yeah, it is. And it'll it'll help
1: yeah. you with the study. You only get us twice a week. You get one of those charts, you can have it every day of the week. Okay. There you go. Okay, I'm done. Now, can I give an invitation?
0: Please do. We got we got less I, less than five minutes, Pastor Go, but please do. Jesus
1: said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's knocking. If any man open the door, if, uh, I will come into him and will sup with him, and he with me. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can have fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, the great I Am, until you open the door and receive him as your Lord and Savior. Believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. For by grace are you saved through faith. You can do that today you don't need a priest or a pastor or prophet or a teacher to be there with you you know the truth we've just given it to you you can just simply say in an attitude of prayer god i believe that Mm -hmm. i want to be saved and you will be instantly and so right after that prayer just say thank you Yep. And then get into the word and love it and, and read it and heed it and succeed in your life.
2: That's right.
1: Let's pray. God, our Father, thank you so much for our Christ our Savior, for the love you've given to us and for your mercy and grace. And we thank you for your precious and holy word. Thank you for this privilege you've given to us to do what we're doing today. And we'll continue to doing until you come back or until you take us home Amen. in death. So we thank you so much. Now, please be with these that have listened, uh, edify, educate, encourage uh, those listeners, and then save those who believe
0: today. Mm-hmm. And we'll be careful that you get the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Pastor. Thank you once again. Uh, we, uh, I, I, like you said, we're gonna. I know we're gonna pick up steam here, uh, probably within the next chapter or two uh, and uh, but we've got so much information we don't want we don't want to gloss over anything or or leave anything out so please tune in with us and uh, and we, we thank you for being faithful to do so and, and be with us uh, again this is your invitation to to uh, spend an hour with us again uh, this coming Saturday and we will have another Fantastic episode of the Christian Underground News Network. For now, I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your pastor, with your co host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, uh, signing off for now, and we'll see you Saturday.